Today we're here, uh, episode 18, we have Ricky Simone, a UFC fighter on the show uh, today with us on the No BS Show, so welcome to the show. Yeah, thanks for having me. Yeah, absolutely. So, man, it's been a crazy year, year and a half for you, from getting married to, you know, being on the UFC and, uh, and everything like that, so why don't you tell us a little bit about uh, the past year of your life? Yeah, it's definitely been a busy one. I got signed to the UFC about 16 months ago. Yeah. I uh, got engaged shortly after that, so we went yeah. right into wedding planning. So I've had four fights in the UFC, yeah. so I've been signed, and yeah, I went through the whole wedding plan stage, got married uh, two weeks before my last fight. So yeah. it's been busy, but it's been great. Yeah, absolutely. That's fantastic. Yeah, it's been uh, crazy to watch you over the last uh, 16 months in the UFC, see different fights and everything like that. and. Um, that's really cool. So with the UFC and everything like that, so how did you get started with MMA? Kind of tell us uh, the, a little bit about that. Yeah, my uh, my dad, I have one older brother. I have four brothers, but I'm, I'm the second oldest. And my mm -hmm. dad, my older brother, would always watch the Pride fights and the UFC yeah. fights starting when I was super young. And uh, I'd always pretend to like them and watch them with yeah. them cause just because I wanted to hang out with them. But I was For like, sure. these guys are crazy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no kidding, right? <laughs> but uh, uh, we got into wrestling, uh, my older brother and I at a pretty young age. And you know, we grew up beating each other. My parents bought us boxing gloves when we were really young and said, you guys have, like, problems between each other. You guys figure it out. Yeah. Don't come to us crying. <laughs> they actually <laughs> you said just duke it out, huh? <laughs> so we, he beat me up every day until I think about, like, sixth grade. I finally was able to start beating him my yeah. brother, and we'd go back there you and go. forth. And, um, you know, I decided, you know, I wrestled throughout high school. I decided not to wrestle in college. And one of my uh, old wrestling buddies, Jake Smith, who's in Bellator now, uh -huh. um, was training at a, a gym in the mall. And I was walking by, and I yeah. ran into him. And he's like, hey, you should start training. You'd be good. You're in the Vancouver Mall? Vancouver oh, Mall. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I started training. Took a fight after a month of training. Yeah. And just, <laughs> just fell in love with it pretty quick. Oh, there you go. So you just jumped right into it. Didn't look back, huh? <laughs> yeah. I think, I think I fought, like, every other month. I think I had, like, maybe, like, seven or eight fights in my first year, which is pretty crazy. Yeah. Usually you wait, like, a year or two to take a, take a fight after training and learning everything because it's mixed martial arts. There's so many different aspects yeah. to it. So. And there's so many different leagues and everything, too, right? So yeah. how did you, or tell us a little bit about how you navigated your way from starting off uh, training there at the mall to uh, make it on the grand stage of the UFC? Yeah, so it, it, it's tough. It, it's tough because it's still... A pretty new sport, so there's, yeah. there's not a, there's not really a blueprint in how to like you know just make it. Yeah, you say a lot of it is uh, you know you, there's these mega teams out there. If you're part of these like big teams, yeah, then you usually have an easier route. But um, really, you just gotta scratch and claw on all the regional regional um, on the regional circuit. Mm -hmm. You know, you go um, through being an amateur. Unless you and your coaches decide that you're ready to go pro, really, you just you try to get fights wherever you can. You know, you yeah. drive you drive to Seattle. There's some uh, fights over here um, in, in Portland, or mm -hmm. or you try to, a lot of our guys go to Canada, so okay. you try to you try to get to about you know five six seven eight fights and then try to get picked up by like a little bit the next level yeah. you know like there's some other promotions out there who are that aren't quite UFC level but are still right there and then yeah. usually those shows are where you can make a name for yourself got it and then get in so it's about getting out there and getting exposure getting yeah. seen putting in the work and. Just yeah. getting in front of as many people as you can, from the sounds of it, yeah? Yeah, yeah, and for a while there, I was, you know, we were trying to be strategic, kind of just like, all right, try to fight here, try to fight yeah. there, and then it got to a point where, like, you know, I, I was like, I'm just going to, you know, stay ready at any at any point and, you know, um, take take any opportunity that comes so I can just try to, if, I, if, if I'm if i as, 
if I'm as good as I think I am yeah. and I think I should be in the UFC, then I, I need to prove it. So just, I'm just be gonna, ready, stay ready, and exactly. that way when the, the chance is there in front of you and you have that opportunity, you can just jump on it, right? Yeah, exactly, exactly. Cool. So with the, uh, you know, obviously tens of thousands of people, uh, you know, want to be in the UFC. So with you, what do you think uh, with your work ethic or with, with you, what was it that kind of broke you through or was able to get you uh, to, to make it to the UFC? I think it was that um, me kind of like changing my mindset and not being like, oh, why not me? Why not me? You yeah. know, like, why, you know, I, I deserve this. And, you know, I, yeah. I kind of just said, like, let's just, you know, just do what we've always known is we just work hard, yeah. practice, and just keep working hard. And, you know, and, you know, whenever there's a difference between when everyone tells you it's going to happen and then when you start telling yourself it's going to happen. Yeah. You know, and, um, I uh, I had an opportunity. I the UFC called me up on a three weeks notice to uh, fight on their contender series. Yeah, which is really weird. You fight like in a gym just with the UFC bosses, like the yeah. presidents and the matchmakers, uh-huh. and you can only bring you can't buy tickets in. You can only bring five people. Okay, so it's like a very intimate setting. Yeah, here, right. And it's really quiet. And they're like, all right, you it's like you a tryout in a way. Yeah, so it, there's five fights on the card, and yeah. you just got to try to. They they're gonna pick one person to get signed. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, I I fought there. I won my fight. And uh, I didn't get signed, so I was okay. that close. And yeah. and and, and um, so I, uh, you know, right after the fight, I went up to the matchmaker. Like, right, I didn't get signed. What do you want me to do? Yeah. And that's what he told me. He said, "Just stay ready." So I, I just stayed ready. Took a couple more fights, mm-hmm. won those, and then I got another short nice. notice call in. And that's yeah. You know, that's that mindset that just you know be ready at all times. And that, that ended up working for me and get getting me in. Yeah, and I think one of the biggest things that I took away just from that too was like your your mindset and the why not me, why is everybody else getting this and not me, and you started, it's going to be me, you know, you started believing in yourself and putting in the work that it's going to happen, and I think, like, with success or in life, if you want to get to that next level, whether it's, you know, in the UFC or another sport or, you know, owning your own business, you have to be able to have that mindset of just putting in the work, and you have to believe in yourself and know that you can do it and stay positive and just keep putting in the work because eventually if you do that for a long enough period of time you'll have that opportunity right like i mean you just didn't wake up a year ago and start fighting you know and then now you're in the ufc it took how many years uh were you training and fighting before before making it about seven yeah about seven years so seven years of putting in countless hours of work because i'm sure like with uh with that i mean walk us through i guess like a a, a typical training week for yourself. I mean, because I'm sure there's a lot of hours. It's not like you go to the gym for an hour, you, you get a little training in, and then you're good to go. Like, there's a lot of work that goes into it, I can imagine. Yeah, and, um, yeah, typical week, you know, we train Monday through Saturday. I take Sunday off. Yeah. Um, and, good to have a rest day, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, we, you know, it, it depends. Like, obviously, when you're in camp, you're training a little, like, if I'm getting ready for a fight, I'm going to yeah. be, uh, the practice are a little more intense and I'm yeah. a little more frequent. But uh, usually, you know, we train two to four times a day, depending on the mm-hmm. day, six days a week. Um, but, um, but uh, you know, it's mixed martial arts. Yeah. So you got to cover all your bases. I have a boxing coach, I have a Muay Thai coach, yeah. a jiu-jitsu coach, a strength and conditioning coach. Yeah. So that's me going to, you know, a uh, strength conditioning gym to get, you know, make sure I'm strong, make sure I'm in shape for yeah. these, because, uh, you know, five-minute five, ra- five round is tough, and then yeah. you, know, you got three five-minute <laughs> rounds, five five-minute rounds, so you yeah. got to be ready. You know, the worst thing, that could happen is you get tired and some someone's on top of you punch yeah, you, you know? and you can't so, defend yourself right <laughs> so uh, and then you know we we set up privates with like um you know boxing coach I have a great boxing coach national champion 
uh, uh, Olympic trial winner, yeah. uh, Andy Minsker, and then my uh, jiu-jitsu coach is a you know uh, multi-time world champion black belt, Bobby Onishurner. So okay, we, you know we so you surround yourself with a great team of people yeah, to, to yeah. help you. And, and you know obviously we like I said I started out in the mall. But yeah, you, you get to a certain point you gotta keep pushing yourself. So yeah. you know we found this gym out in Portland that you know um, okay. That uh, is great. America top team Portland. Okay. That uh, all all the all the top fighters in the Northwest are kind of flocking to right now. So there we go. Just surrounding myself with the with the best, the best teammates yeah. and the best coaches. Absolutely, that's the way to do it. You know, as you start getting that success, as you start moving up, you got to level up your game and you know surround yourself with those people that are going to be there to support you. And if you want to be the best, you got to surround yourself with the best. And you know that's. That's just going to lead to nothing but uh, you getting better and better out there with your career and everything. So, um, so what would you say your biggest motivating factor um, to keep improving and keep uh, getting better out there would be? Um, I've always been uh, very like self motivated. Like I'm always trying to like best myself. Um, yeah. Uh, I put a lot of pressure on myself just to like improve all the time, and mm-hmm. it's, um, the sport's constantly evolving. Yeah. So you've seen like people doing something like Mighty Mouse suplex someone into an arm bar. <laughs> right. You got Ben Askren just do- throwing flying knees right off yeah. the bat, Andy Pettis <laughs> jumping off the cage. Like it's you know it's evolving yeah. every day, and so you gotta you gotta keep trying to get better. You get left behind. You know you gotta evolve yeah. with it. So, and uh, I, I would also say like my family's uh, they they motivate me so much. You know, yeah. Just from kind of from where we've we've uh, you know come from, and you know getting to take my family you know to travel with me to to these fights and. and uh, you know, it just kind of seems surreal, so they're yeah, definitely a motivating factor for me. Yeah, absolutely, man. Um, so, obviously, you just had a, a huge fight uh, against a UFC legend, uh, Uriah Faber, um, and then you kind of had your first uh, loss or setback in, what, over three years, I believe, was the last time you had your, your last loss there. So, tell us a little bit about how, A, it was fighting uh, the legend Uriah Faber, and then, secondly, how do you bounce back, and what's next? Yeah, um, man, it was it was awesome fighting. Yeah. yeah you know, he was... It was a little weird just because, um, you know, usually you're there fight week and you run into your opponent a couple of times. It's kind of a lot of like, you know, is he going to look at me? Am yeah, I yeah. trying to stare him down? Or whatever? <laughs> How's this interaction? Yeah, going? right. And he would just come up to me like, wait, what's up, Ricky? And he was like, be super nice to me. So it's kind of yeah. like, kind of awkward. Like, yeah. <laughs> kinda, it wasn't just, a bunch of shit talking yeah, back and forth. Like a super just, nice yeah. guy. And, uh, you know, obviously I grew up watching him fight. Yeah. And then, um, you know, the walkout, that was cool just because you yeah. know, I was in hostile territory. And I yep. loved it. I, I love being in hostile territory. Yeah. I was soaking it up. And uh, obviously, we didn't get the results we wanted. But, um, mm-hmm. but uh, you know, I, I, I think it just, you know, I feel, I feel very uh, strong mentally. And, uh, yeah. you know, I, I, don't, I don't feel like a loser. I feel like a, a winner who lost. And I have a winning mindset, yeah. you know. So I know, I know I'm going to just keep doing what I've been doing. I, I you know, I had a... 11 amateur fights, I was 11 and 0. I'm 15 and 2 as a pro. I just fought yeah. a legend, you know, in his hometown, co main event. Yeah. You know, I'm only I'm only 26 years old. Mm-hmm. So I, I feel like, you know, uh, you know, we're just getting started. So yeah, absolutely. I, 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 know, I know what I got to do. I know, you know I'm going to just keep improving. You know, there's always, every time you go out there, you roll the dice. You know, you have four ounce gloves on. You're, yeah. You're swinging at each other. So. <laughs> That's true. Um, so yeah, I, I'm, I'm super excited. I, I did just see that uh, Frankie Edgar right before I came in here announced uh-huh. that he was coming down to 135. Okay. And he wants to fight in November. So I don't I don't know if uh, they would calling your shot right there, yeah, going I, for Frankie yeah, Edgar. Yeah, yeah. That's I, what's I up. A little tweet out there. That'd be that'd be sick. I I missed my shot with one legend. So yeah. you know, give me another shot with another. Yeah, people. absolutely. That'd be fun. Oh, without a doubt, man. And yeah, it goes back to the mindset 
too, you know, in, in life and in business um, and in sports, you're going to run into those obstacles and it's about how you recover and how you bounce back from that and not getting down on yourself and getting defeated. And if you have that belief in yourself, like, hey, yeah, I just got punched in the face, literally, and, you know, I'm going to get back up and I'm going to keep fighting, right? And that's what you have to do because no matter what it is, you're going to face challenges that you don't see coming or obstacles that come your way. And you have to really be able to have that tough mindset of, hey, you know, it happens to everybody. You know, the greats always lose from time to time and have a setback. And I'm going to keep fighting and keep getting better every single day. And that's how you recover and that's how you bounce back. And that's, you know, the exact mindset that you have and all the greats have. So uh, that's definitely what uh, I think really sets up a lot of people for greatness and to really be successful out there. So, um, so what? You, obviously, there's a lot of, you know, great things about being a UFC fighter. And then there's obviously, I'm sure, some struggles. What do you say would be the hardest part about being a professional fighter would be? Um... The hardest part, I'd say, well, one of the one that comes to mind right away is uh, having to get skinny. Right away. <laughs> <laughs> that's definitely, right. that's the least, the least part, yeah. Yeah, that's the hardest part, having to get down to 135 pounds. I always say yeah. my man should weigh 135 pounds. <laughs> so. um, but uh, I think. What do you walk around weight wise at? So you drop like 10 pounds, 20 pounds normally, or is it? Well, uh, well I'm a little bit of a fat boy right now because yeah. I'm on vacation, but uh, I'm about, I usually walk around like 165, okay. 162. Um, but you know, obviously that we, I work with, um, a nutritionist and a meal prep company, yeah. uh, champ meals to get my weight down. So I yeah. can get down to about one, one forty nine before I start like a water cut. Yeah. So, um, but I think honestly the hardest part would be like, um, cause there's no season. There's no season for fighting. It's not like, uh, a, that's true, not yeah. like a football season, basketball season, you know, uh, getting that routine. Yeah. Yeah. The, it's like you're, you're, you're all year round. So, mm-hmm. so, um, you know, knowing when to take a break and knowing, you know, when not, you know, yeah. when I should keep pushing here uh, and, and having to miss, uh, you know, the holidays, ha- having to miss, yeah. you know, birthdays. Because if you have a fight, you know. Having to move your wedding and your honeymoon around. <laughs> exactly. exactly. I had to cancel my honeymoon. Yeah, yeah. Like that. Um, uh, so it's stuff like that. But, uh, you know, I, you know, luckily my, uh, my uh, wife's been with me since the beginning. Yeah. So she's kind of like learned the process with me and she kind of knows sure. how it goes. So, but that's definitely the hardest part I have to miss out on birthdays and holidays, I think. Yeah, absolutely. I can imagine that. And it uh, sounds like you got a great woman with you there that's been with you from uh, from day one. And that's obviously uh, fantastic to have that support system and, you know, they kind of get it and understand how that, uh, how that works. So that's cool. Um, so to all the aspiring athletes out there, you know, that are, are wanting to be the UFC, wanting to be you, how, what, what's the biggest piece of advice that you would give them? Um... Well, for if you're trying to be a fighter, <laughs> definitely take care of your body. Yeah. That's, that's something you know, because if you have that fighter mentality, you you're, you always just want to push through things. Yeah. And, and um, it's hard to it's hard to know when to tone back. So definitely, um, you got a lot a lot of young kids I, I, who are always asking me what what should they do, and I should yeah. I always try to tell them like make sure you take care of your body because I have some yeah. you know I've had to deal with some things that come back from when I was 19, 20 years old. Yeah. Where, like I you know tore something or hurt something. And uh-huh. I didn't get taken care of. I'm like, oh, it'll, it'll heal up. It'll be fine. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So, <laughs> it's that yeah. fighter's mentality, right? Yeah, and it's so just that, that you just push through, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that's definitely one. And then the other thing is just, um, just really, it, believe in yourself because you know my entire life, I I think um, that that's been the hardest thing for me is to believe in myself. And I've mm-hmm. always had confidence problems my entire life. And pro- people probably wouldn't even know that just by the way I uh, I act. Yourself, yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. But you know when. <laughs> when you're going out in front of you know twenty thousand people, yeah. you know, you start you're getting your head a little bit. Yeah, so you just really just gotta believe in yourself and, and follow your dreams. 
Yeah, absolutely. That, that's great advice. And it sounds like a lot of it too, like you were just saying, there's that, that mental aspect of it. And, you know, everybody, even, you know, UFC fighter has those mental doubts and those, you know, that, that self-doubt a little bit. And you just got to keep persevering through that and keep believing in yourself and know that everybody has those doubts, right? So um, that's, I think that's a true testament to, you know, all the kids out there, or, you know, all the younger people that are trying to improve their lives, that everybody has those self-doubts. And it's not something to get more down on yourself. Just realize that everybody has it and everybody kind of goes through that. Um, that's something that, you know, just realize that and you're not by yourself with it and just keep preserving and keep pushing forward so um, last question I uh, gotta ask the hair where'd you come up with the idea to, oh, to start man. rocking the mullet <laughs> Dang, man. Uh, you know uh, uh, my uh, so I found the contender series yeah uh, and my coach my I uh, have this uh, my one of my head coaches Ian Loveland he was in the UFC as well he was rocking a mullet yeah on a uh, when, I, when he cornered me for that fight and uh, he actually had a, and he got a lot of attention for it, and he thought it was hilarious, and uh -huh. he actually, he, he uh, had to cut it because he got like a, you know, a nine to five job, and oh, okay. like, <laughs> it, was, it was a little crazy. Yeah. So uh, he, he cleaned it up, and so I told him I, I let them all live on, so I, I've just been rocking this ever since, yeah, there you go. ever since he cut his, and uh, nice. I just, uh, I kind of did it as a, as a little, little bit of a joke, and then... <clears throat> It caught on. Yeah, <laughs> it caught on. So I get pictures. I get pictures from from fans like every day uh, of them growing out their mullets. More their mullets and all that. Yeah. That's yeah. awesome. That's too funny because I played uh, ice hockey growing up, and uh, a lot of my friends here and the people I work with played ice hockey as well. And the the mullet's been a thing in hockey since like the yeah. '80s back in the day, and it's like definitely making a comeback again in hockey. And like all the little kids, uh, my son actually has been growing out his mullet for the past oh, like man. year or something like that too because oh, that's you know what all the hockey guys are doing and all that and <laughs> he absolutely loves you because uh you got the mullet too he's like oh, dude his good. hair's so sick uh when we were watching the fight and all that so uh it's just kind of too funny there with that so um well yeah uh, thanks again for joining uh, the no bs show definitely uh, appreciate uh, your time and uh you you joining us on the show here so uh as always uh be money be great and make it a great day